This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNS Kinston. There you go. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Martin, you know whose voice that was, right? No, I didn't catch it. That's Brent Musburger. Oh, wow. My name was in Brent <laughs> Musburger's mouth. Okay. How about that, that that's, dude? That's big. I, 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 I will even, as someone who grew up, uh, how old are you? I am 41. 41. I, I knew you were a kid. <laughs> I, I'm 54, and I grew up uh, Sunday afternoons watching Brent Musburger call the game of the week on CBS for, I don't even know for how many years. And he did college football for years and years. And uh, we, we just made a move over from CBS Sports Radio to VSEN, and he is one who owns uh, the Vegas Sports and Information Network. So. Mm-hmm. I just hear it and I just get all giddy. Okay, <laughs> Listen, if you missed the first hour of today's show, you missed a really good hour. We uh, looked at tomorrow night's Friday night football games. We had uh, the sales executive to the stars of WRNS, Jason Bryant, joining us. Uh, we took a look at the Down East Wood Ducks and a bunch of other things too. But I've got to tell you, here in our second hour for the next 30 minutes or so, very excited to have in my plush, well-lit, well-protected studio, <laughs> Uh, Martin White of Envision Professionals, uh, as you call it, uh, a one-stop shop for all your uh, business and financial services needs. And uh, first, before we get into all that, I just want to I want to tell people how we met. And okay. I'm going to compliment you, okay? I hope you uh, take this, dude, the way that I intended. I got to know you, and you're going to have to help me with the time frame, but I'm mm-hmm. thinking it was in the 2004, 2005 window maybe right. out at Fairfield. That's right. And here's this guy that, you know, and I say this as a as, – take it as a compliment. I'm saying mm-hmm. – not the fastest guy out there, you know. No. You don't look at him, you go, you know, he's not going to be the guy, you know, is going to be leading the fast break or, you know, dunking the ball at the end. Martin, I'm telling you, and I have told anybody, I've said it online, I've said it on social media, you were the guy that, dude, I don't even know where you got your jump shot from. Where'd you go to high school? Kenton High. That's what, what year, so you graduated I in? I graduated 2000. Okay, in 2000, so you saw a lot of great basketball in your Definitely time there. Did you play ball there? I did. Yeah, you had to, dude. <laughs> you have got the quickest release of anybody that I played that's not a college player. Did you play college ball? No, I didn't play college, but okay. I played high school ball. And I tell everyone because everyone always asks about my jump shot, and I told them. Uh, I said, tell them about that release. Man, I, I actually had a good mentor on the basketball court, which actually was just uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame, Craig Dawson. Wow. He sat in that very chair you're sitting in right there this past Thursday. Yes. Okay, and uh, as we were getting ready, and we inducted you, you're right, into the Hall of Fame this past Saturday night. Uh, so, yeah, exactly a week ago today, he was sitting right there in the chair you're in right there. And um, I, that's the, the thing I remember the most about you on the court. You were always uh, – well, see, the thing is, you're one of those guys that you don't you don't talk junk at all. Mm-mm. You're very nice, and, you're, and you would always – when I would hit my, you know, my 20% of my shots out there, and you would always say, Hanks, good job, man, good job. <laughs> The thing that was frustrating about you is it, when I, you know, would rotate over to guard you or whatever, was I felt like I was on you, you know. But dude, swing a pass, swing a pass, swing a pass, and dude, the pa- you would just barely have the ball in your hands, and you're already releasing it. Mm-hmm. Where did you learn that from? I just learned that from uh, playing at Kenson High. It was just you know some of the drills that we went through, and yeah, you know, over the years, just developed that shot. Well, I, do you still play? Yes, uh-huh. I, I need to I need to get back in the gym here. <laughs> uh but I definitely still when I can get a chance to 
to go out and play a little bit. You so know, that my, jump shot is still there. You know, my 54-year-old uh, broke butt is not doing that. <laughs> Dude, I can't. I, I did some – I lost a lot. You know Takima Parson. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, from Sassy's. That's right. So I was doing Zumba. I really got into Zumba, and I actually got – and I've, I've lost some more weight now, but I had gotten down to 199, dude. Mm-hmm. And because I was doing Zumba and working out with her, and I was playing basketball and everything up until about five years ago, and I came down weird on my right or on my left foot, mm-hmm. and it's not been right since, dude. Oh, wow. And I've really—I don't think I've played pickup in five years now, dude. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And besides, I'm old anyway, man. You don't <laughs> want no doggone fifty-four-year-old guy slowing down a team out there anymore. But, but I—I I really do, man. I look back fondly on those nights at Fairfield oh, when. Yes. We would, dude, they trusted us and we'd play till 10, 30, or 11 o'clock that's, at night, turn right. off the lights ourselves. And <laughs> that's right. Those were fun nights, weren't they? Oh, yes. I miss those days. <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, look, I saw a Facebook memory the other day, and I'm not trying to bring us down because I promise we're going to get into what I have you in here for, but I had, had to go down memory oh, yes, lane with you a little bit. But definitely. You remember Hollywood? Oh, yes. Who used to play with us? And, yes, yes. And uh, just heartbreaking. We lost him several years ago, but well, there's no but to this. I'll just say, he he passed away doing what you and I both like, and that was playing pickup basketball. And That's how right. many people can say That's right. that, you know, and I, it was tragic and it was bad, but, I mean, you can honestly say, though, that he went out doing exactly what he loved doing. He was another one. of the, now, true. he was not you. <laughs> His shot wasn't as good as yours, but the thing about him was he loved to talk junk. When he oh, would yeah. start lighting you up. See, you would light me up for two or three in a row, Martin, and you just you you were cool about it. You wouldn't say anything. You were just so humble about it. Oh, if 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 Wood hit a couple on you, <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. He's yep, 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 all the way down the court. Well, that's awesome. Uh, tell it. Okay, tell it. Okay, now I've shared the basketball portion of you know okay. Fairfield. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Your by the way, congratulate mm-hmm. you are four hundred and fiftieth unique guest here on the Brian Hanks oh, show since you. we started thank back in you. December. So thank very honored. Uh, we we've got a, a nice parting gift for you too uh, on okay. your way out to. I don't have one on. We've got a, a Nike Dry Fit Brian Hanks show T shirt okay. for you. Okay, thank so, you so uh, much. Yes. We'll hook you up with that on your way out. But tell us a little bit about yourself, Martin, so, about uh, growing up here and everything. Uh, well, so my name is Martin White. I'm originally here from Kenton, North Carolina. Uh, I went to school at Kenton High. I graduated from Kenton High. I actually, uh, before I went to college at ECU, but before going to ECU, I went to LCC. And, um, yeah, man, just growing up here in the, in the lovely city of Kenton, um, I, I worked in banking for 17 years before deciding to take that entrepreneur jump to owning my own business full time. And uh, the name of that business is Envision Professionals. Um, we're located here in Kenton over at 202 Plaza Boulevard. And uh, we're, we're really touching the community right now. And so bringing awareness, uh, financial awareness to the community and different business services for those that also want to take their entrepreneurial leap um, because some people need a little bit of direction. Uh, I do know that we are in the... Uh, the stages of uh, information is just out here now with the internet and social media. And so there's so much misinformation out here as well. So it's kind of good to get someone who's actually been in it that can actually hold your hand and, and show you the ropes and show you the correct way to do, you know, business and also to, um, to, to help people with their uh, financial needs because uh, finance is not going anywhere. And so, uh, you know, when it comes down time to uh, 
big purchases in your life, whether it's buying your first house or, you know, a car or even college or, uh, you know, whatever it is, you know, we're here to help people and, and show them the correct way. See, that's one of the, again, I've admired you, as you know, for many years. Uh, from the basketball point of view, what I've really noticed over the past, you can help me out here, probably a year, maybe six months, a year or so, maybe pro- maybe even longer than that, is just I've your advice that you've been giving. Mm-hmm. And it's almost on a daily basis. And you should be charging for that, okay? <laughs> you should be just but, – but, but I really admire it, though, dude. Right. And it's one of the things that you have done here in our community that – and that's why I wanted to have you on the show to give you an opportunity to it, to talk about your business a little bit, but also to, to give some advice, too, which you've been giving. You've got to follow Martin on uh, Facebook or become friends with him on Facebook. I guarantee you if someone sends you a friend request, you're yes. accepting it, aren't oh, you? I definitely. Mean, Most definitely. Uh, and – you do on a, like I said, almost daily or even a couple of times a day. Sometimes you're giving right. advice out there as someone who has read that advice. I can tell you, I appreciate it, but what inspires you to do that? I mean, and one of the things that I have really noticed is you really, obviously you love this community. You want to help mm-hmm. this community survive yes. the black folks in this community, the white yes. folks in this community, the community all together. I've really admired that, dude. What what inspires you to put that to put yourself out there the way you have? So I think the 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 biggest thing is in banking. Uh, I was a banker uh, at uh, Wells Fargo, for instance, and so uh, a lot of people would come in and they would need an auto loan or they would need uh, different banking products, and so they just really didn't know. Some people never even had a checking account, and so I was just kind of like, really, you've never had a a checking account well where do you go to you to cash your checks and so um probably to a check cashing place that charges them 25 or 30 dollars to do it right exactly and so uh starting to see that more and more in in the community i I just really uh wanted to to show people okay well you don't need to go to a check cashing place you need to open up a bank account um you need to open up a savings account you need to start saving you know a lot of people uh, they don't have an emergency fund. So if you had an emergency that came up for $1,000, a lot of people don't have anything put to the side for that. So, you know, just wanted to educate, you know, the community a little bit better. And so that's where all of that came from, you know, working at the bank and seeing so many people that just, I guess you could say, was financially uh, illiterate that didn't know. Hey, you're sitting across from somebody right now. And I'm not, <laughs> this isn't a joke. I'm serious. I'm somebody that, I uh, grew up very, very poor, northwestern North Carolina. I didn't know how to handle money. I mean, believe me, I burned a couple of uh, a, a couple of credit cards and mm-hmm. stuck myself in a hole when I was – well, I went in the Army, but after I got out of the Army and I went to college, and I'm telling you, when I was 21, 22 years old, and you already – you're I don't even think they had a credit rating as low as mine could be, okay? <laughs> and it has taken me a while to to build back up because of the stupidity. And I'm telling you, I'm, I'm not pointing at anybody but Brian Hanks, okay? Mm-hmm. The stupidity and the dumb things that I did. And it seems like that's another one of the things you're trying to do is you're trying to help young people right. when, they're, when they are – 19 20 21 years old what is your advice to someone who's sitting across from you in your office Mm -hmm. and you know they're in college maybe they're working a little part-time job financially what is the advice that you give them or am i asking you stuff Mm -hmm. that you want to save for when a client is sitting across from you oh well no i'd I'd, I'd be the first to tell anyone as soon as you know 18 year old 19 year old 
Um, because you know, at that age, they, they throw credit cards at you like Frisbees, you know, <laughs> and I, I'm telling you, Martin, again, I grew up poor, even being in the army and being on my own for a little bit. I never got a credit card at that time. I mean, I, I not that I made any kind of money, but I was comfortable because I was in the army. I was all my, you know, my three square meals, my, I had, a, I lived in the barracks. I didn't have to worry about any of that. I, I, I still tell people that, you know, being in the army or being in the military, it's not really the real world. Right. Cause you get out, it's almost like being in college. Then you get to college. And like you said, I remember I went to UNC Charlotte. Well, I went mm-hmm. to central Piedmont community college first, but I remember being at CPCC Martin and the first day of class, all the, I mean, dude, I got a t-shirt from one credit card company. I think I got a, a blanket from somebody else, a mug from some dude. I had three credit cards and I'm like, I am rich. I've got a $500 credit limit on each one of these. I got $1,500, dude. This is not an exaggeration, dude. I think it took me a month to go through that. Mm -hmm. And then before you know it, I'm like, how did this $1,500 turn into me owing $4,000 and $4,500? Right, right. And so with with that, you know, just explaining to them the correct way on how to use a credit card so that it benefits them and so that they don't get into – uh, debt early on because I hate to say it, uh, a lot of people that come to us because one of our services that we do provide is credit repair, and so a lot of people um, has started to uh, get into a, a credit rut at an early age, and so um, you know just trying to navigate that for them and and show them because man at that age I, I can even go back to thinking when I was young. Uh, I didn't really get my first credit card until um, I actually started working in corporate America. So, um, and luckily had someone, a mentor to, to show me that, Hey, you know, don't go crazy with this card. You know, uh, you can get yourself in, a, in quite a bind, you know, real quick. So, um, but that is the reason why we're here is to, to navigate for everyone um, and show them because, you know, there's so many different, perks that you can you know use a credit credit card is just not for uh to to buy something you know you can really uh you know there's credit cards that have different points rewards points um different uh other benefits with traveling i mean you name it so that that is the biggest thing for us is just pretty much wanting to bring that uh financial awareness to uh everyone well, and you like I said, you do a great job with it, and uh, we're going to get to that. And say I got to pay, I got to pay a bill real quick. Okay, here, okay. All right. Let me thank uh, our good friends over at UNC Lenore Healthcare. They are the title sponsor or the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County, right here in Kenston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than one hundred physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for all your healthcare needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you so much to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. And let's jump right back into our big interview here, it is Martin White of uh, Envision Professionals making his debut on the show here today. And I hope not the last time that you'll be on here. Oh, no, I would definitely love to come back. Let me ask you this. Uh, here we are. I mean, it's August 2023. What are some of the biggest issues that are facing uh, that are facing folks here in Kenston, financial issues that are facing folks here in Kenston? 
the the big thing that uh, I'm seeing here lately has just been uh, home ownership, and so that is uh, if anyone. Well, anyone knows that home ownership is a big key, uh, a big financial purchase, so to speak. And so um, one of the things that we've been uh, doing here lately is bringing awareness to the home ownership field and helping people to, especially first time home buyers that are looking to to get a house, because um, a lot of a lot of people just don't know. And so, you know, that is uh, something that we've been doing is. Um, helping and navigate them. We actually have partnered with several great companies, uh, several different realtors to to help people and direct them down that path towards home ownership. So someone who has never owned a home before, maybe they've been a, I'll even set them at maybe 35 years old and they've lived in apartments their whole lives mm-hmm. or whatever, but they're like, you know what? It's time. I mean, I want to, uh, I want to buy a house. It, Maybe they set a timetable for themselves of a year to 18 months out that, you know, they want to do that. What do they need to do? What do, what ducks do they need to get in a row to uh, to be able to be a homeowner? Uh, well, one of the, the first ones, they need to take a look at their credit because okay. credit is going to play a huge role. Um, there's several different programs out here uh, versus going a traditional way to go through the bank. But, you know, your, your credit is going to play a good role. You're going to need to have some money set to the side because there's going to be some expenses that's going to pop up, pop up that you're not really going to think about, such as, you know, your down payment, uh, different uh, fees, such as inspection fees or um, uh, closing closing costs, just different fees that is going to be associated with purchasing a home that's going to pop up that mm-hmm. you're not going to know about. So it's always good to have, you know, a nice little – uh, nest egg put to the side for that. Let, okay, let me. May I interrupt you just for a oh, second? Yes. Uh huh. About what size of a nest egg would you suggest? So let's say someone is thinking. I mean, even in the neighborhood I'm in, this isn't. I mean, it's a pretty good neighborhood, but I mean, mm-hmm. it's not. You know, we're not. You know, I, I like to talk. <laughs> I, I like to brag about it, but but homes in this area are between one forty and two fifty. I would say. Right. Say someone in Kent they want to buy a two hundred thousand dollar house. You're talking about a nest egg. About what size that nest egg need to be to for all these costs that you're talking about? Well, I always like to tell people you want at least ten percent. Okay. Okay. Ten percent put to the side. Um, so twenty thousand if you're buying a two hundred thousand. That is. Hey, I, I could even do okay. UNC Charlotte, okay. man. Okay. I, even, I can do that math. <laughs> and and um, also uh, because there are certain uh, down uh, down payment assistance programs that you would get a chance to be eligible for or get a chance to tap into, but it's just always good to have that nest egg set to the side. Okay. So 10% of whatever. So if you even want to buy a $100,000 house, I mean, that 10% of that would be $10,000. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Uh, Credit. I want to stay on the home ownership part. How important is, because I got to tell you, uh, back in the, because, dude, I rented until I was, Mm -hmm. In my 40s. Let's okay. just go ahead and throw it out there. I okay. mean, until I, I didn't buy this until, I, what, eight years ago. So I was 44, 45 years old mm-hmm. before I had rented my entire life up until then. And my dad would always say, you're throwing away money. And then when I did the math, and even though I had a great, and I had an awesome landlord. I had the best landlord probably in the world. You know Dr. Lynn Turner, right? Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Dr. Lynn Turner was my landlord and okay. was just the best landlord. And we can go down that road another day. But my point being, even having a great landlord, 
and having all that stuff taken care of. When I did the math, I realized I had thrown away a couple hundred thousand dollars, not thrown away, but I had spent a couple hundred thousand dollars just in rent that could have gone towards home ownership and just didn't really realize that. So I guess my question to you, Martin, is home ownership versus rental. Mm-hmm. Mr. Financial Advisor. Right. What uh home ownership obviously, I mean it seems like it's common sense. That does make more sense, right? Right. Uh well I always tell people, you know, depending upon your, your current uh situation because uh for some people, it may be beneficial to, to rent, especially if you're one that you're not going to stay in the area for a long period of time. Uh, you're just on, maybe you may be a traveling nurse or something. You just, you're not going to be there for a long period of time. So renting may, might make sense for them. But, you know, when it comes to home ownership, I always like to preach uh, generational wealth. So uh, when you purchase a home, you know, think about this could possibly be a property that I could leave to my kids so that they don't have to get it out the mud, so to speak. They can actually uh, have uh, a financial tool to help them and just pass it, pass it down from generation to generation. What's crazy is, and you and I are a different generations. I'm 54, you're 41, but even in my father's generation, who's 20, 22 years older than me or whatever in the 70s, Everybody bought homes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it just it blows my mind. I mean, and we were like I said, we were poor. I mean, we were really, really poor growing up. But he owned a home. Mm-hmm. My dad did, you know. I mean, and had four kids and all this. It was so much harder for me to do it, and I'm a generation below him. I can't imagine what it's like for your generation, or even for the folks of your four. Like you said, in your early forties now, these guys that are just or not just, these people that are just graduating college. If it was this hard for me, and it's, I'm assuming, markedly harder for you, it's got to be really hard for those 20-somethings, isn't it? Yes, yes. And so uh, I just uh, I tell everyone I wish I had the knowledge that I have now. <laughs> yeah. I wish I can go back to the 21-year-old Martin and tell him, like, okay, listen, this is what you need to do. But uh, it's, it's with the, the way with inflation and everything is going up, some of these home prices are going up, and it's really just kind of a little ridiculous, but um, even with renting, a lot of renters are now starting to pay, depending upon what area you live in, uh, they're starting to pay a lot more. And I think that uh, uh, after the pandemic, that's when we've seen, you know, the the increase mm-hmm. in these prices. And so, um, but that's the reason why we're here is to, to help people to, to navigate them through those uh, hard paths because home ownership is definitely key that you're going to want to, at some point in life, you're definitely going to want to be a homeowner. Well, like I said, it took me into my mid-40s, I mean, before. And again, Martin, I'm saying this honestly. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of it was Mm self-inflicted. You know, I mean, I made some stupid decisions in my 20s. I don't feel like bringing all that up right now, okay? (laughs) But it did. It took me a while. Let me ask you this, okay, as we're wrapping up here. Say you've got, I don't know, a 32-year-old who is still renting, mm-hmm. but wants to put money aside, what is the easiest way to do that? I mean, maybe they, you know, they're a single parent okay. and they are, you know, but they, they know, listen, I've got small children. I don't want to live in an apartment the whole time. How can I save money? What, what would be your advice to, uh, for that, for someone that's trying to save money in this day and age, if they walked into, uh, your business right now? Uh, well, the, the one thing that I would say is, to uh to make sure that you uh put money aside in 
uh, assets that's going to either produce more money or that you're going to get your bang for your buck, so to speak. Um, so just putting it in, into a regular savings account may not be the best way to do that. You may want to look more into some uh, uh, money market uh, accounts or different stock accounts or uh, I hate to say it, but even life insurance because uh, that is a, one of the biggest things that uh, people have no idea about because they feel that life insurance is just for when you pass away. But I hate to say it, it's called life insurance for a reason. And so there's different uh, life insurance policies to where you could put money aside into that policy and bar against the policy. So um, there's just so many different tools that uh, is out there. And so that's what we are, we're, we're here for. I got to tell you, dude, again, and that voice list too is uh, Martin White of Envision Professionals. And uh, I guess people can Google Envision Professionals yes. and they can find it. But what is your number, dude? That if people want to call you, what's that phone number? Uh, so if people want to call in, you can call 252-525-7602. Once again, that number is 252-525-7602. Very good. And I can't let you go without, and I thought this was really neat too, that uh, you had been honored by uh, boldjourney.com, and I read yes. the whole thing. I mean, yes. I tried not to repeat the questions from that because I thought it was really cool, right. some of the things that you talked about in that interview, but quite an honor. Congratulations right. on that, you. and Thank I liked so it on much. Facebook. Now, you've got it pinned at the top of your Facebook page, too, but that had to be pretty exciting when they contacted you and wanted you to be a part of and oh, to do oh, the interview yes. with you. Oh, yes. I, I am just tickled to death because I've had now here recently uh, a few different newspapers and magazines that have reached out and uh, have gotten interviews and so I'm just uh, very happy and blessed and de definitely grateful to um, be able to to spread the financial awareness to the community and also to uh, let everyone know about the business. Hey, I even say uh, yesterday at the barbershop, I told a friend of mine, I said, man, I'm going on the Brian Hanks show. And he said, man, you've made it. <laughs> oh, Lord, whatever. But, I, again, I consider you a friend. And, I mean, we don't talk a whole lot, but I see you on Facebook. I remember our days playing basketball and just what a what a great dude you were. And just to see your success that you're having is just – it's awesome. I mean, yes. it really is awesome. Congratulations on Thank all that. You. Thank you. Promise me you'll come back on sometime the next oh, few yes. months. Well, we'll do it again, maybe before Christmas and just maybe we'll do a Christmas shopping kind of thing. Oh, yes. But, <laughs> but again, listen, give uh, Martin a call, 252, and I'll put this in our show notes too, 252-525-7602. Vi uh, visit him at Envision Professionals. Uh, and, again, that's on Vernon Avenue, you were saying? That is over by the Plaza, 202 yeah. Plaza Boulevard. I'm sorry, 202 Plaza Boulevard. And, uh, listen, thank you so much for coming in, dude. Thank you. I appreciate thank it. You so always much. so <laughs> sharply dressed oh, as yes. you always are, man. It's <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon, okay? All right. Let's get John and Jonathan in here to play the birthday game. We'll come back and wrap up the Thursday edition of the Brian Hanks Show right after that. Today is Thursday, August the 24th in the year of Lord 2023. It's time to play the birthday game with my dear friends, John Dawson. Hey. And Jonathan Massey. Dear friends. You know my dear friends? We're like family, Brian. There you go. Hey, we're not just friends. We're family. Olive That's Garden. <laughs> when you're here, you're family. Your family. <laughs> God, I didn't even get that. Okay. Uh, yesterday. John Dawson, yes. you uh, snapped Jonathan Massey's five-day winning streak. You jumped right back into it, uh, six days to five mm. here in uh, August. Let's see, we've got today and tomorrow, 
and next week we do uh, all the way through thursday august 31st so we got six days left so you know what it's still anybody's game john dawson that's well not yours because you're the moderator yeah that's true that's that was a brian hanks thing to say that i agree and i have no problem with it i gotta tell you man other than this very first one who's kind of obscure but i had to pick it because uh, i had to pick this birthday and believe me i know trust me you will go in and look at today's birthdays on august 24th and be like why in the wide wide world of sports did you choose this first person and not choose this expert when this is over i'm going to check it and talk about it on tomorrow's show who you skipped over i like it but but the other four are very very well known or pretty well known and uh, you'll like them but uh you jonathan parrot dawson get to tell us about uh jacques Passeleg and goeco office automation jacques Passeleg runs goeco office automation and they sponsor this segment of the show and if you've been thinking about um you've been putting in too much time on the couch you know life's passing you by and you want to go make something of yourself you should go see jacques down at the uh office automation center he's uh He's taken far worse than you and turned him into a champion, and uh, it's not too late. Jock can help you out. Back to you, Brian. Why did you look deeply into my eyes when you said uh, spend a lot of time on the couch? Because when I met you, you were a hobo living down at the train station. I called Jock. I said, Jock, we need to help this guy. He's from Wilkes County. They don't. They didn't even get furniture until the late 80s. <laughs> he needs some help. In the shower. And he picked you up, wiped the crust out of your eyes, gave you a sandwich, and now you're the small businessman of the year. That's all we because are. of Jacques. We are. I hope you guys noticed, and I I sent you a picture of it, and I need to uh, – well, we hey, let's finish the Jacques uh, read here. If we want to call <laughs> – oh, it's not really a read. It's a Jacques testimonial. If we want to get in touch with Goeco and Jacques Pass, like how do we do that, Jonathan Massey? Well, and I, I would like to add, we're still working on getting Brian that shower. Oh, yeah. Um, but you would just pick up Wait the phone. <laughs> no, it smells good to me, man. Everybody likes their own brand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. 252 uh, 252 286 286 5354 54 Or you can visit his website at goeco.com or what is goeco.com for more information. Indeed. Love us some Jacques Passeleg. Uh, did y'all see? I know neither one of you attended it, and I'm good with that, but this past weekend, the uh, Kensal and North County Sports Hall of Fame, did you see well, Brian, that ad on the back cover? It was beautiful. From Our name spelled correctly. They misspelled Joe. <laughs> They, but they did spell John correctly, and get even better than that, Jonathan Massey. Who's John? <laughs> John Dawson. Oh. And they spelled That Jonathan loser still Massey on the show? Right. Well, I would hope they would, considering where I used to work. Yeah. And that ad was placed when you were still there, I believe, because it's about <laughs> a month ago. So, Give or take, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so there you go. I'll attend when they induct me into the Hall of Fame, Brian. Well, here's the thing. I would have I went, but I wasn't invited. <laughs> well, you needed to buy a ticket for it there, Jonathan Massey, you know? Oh, I and thought it, it was by invite only. No, 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 no. Uh, it was, uh, we're a nonprofit, the uh, Kinston North County Sports Hall of Fame, but we have to hold events like this to, uh, you know, to keep money flowing into it so we can induct people and buy the trophies and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So, got to tell you, man, a great, and I know you're a big fan, John Dawson of uh, King's Restaurant, yes. especially I know you love their hush puppies. What is it you said one time uh, about their hush puppies? Yeah, I stuff my pillow with them at night, so if I wake up hungry, I can just grab a hush puppy and just drift right on back to dreamland. Dude, that was all, and I'm telling you, they did a great job. Joe was there. They did a great job. We had more than 500 people, and you know as long as you worked there, as long as you've been in that gym and through the years, 
we had 500 people we originally sold 400 tickets and that was it we're like hey, we're only going to sell 400 hope we can do it we sold out in like two weeks 400 tickets at 30 bucks a piece okay wow and then so they add eight more tables so that's 32 or whatever or we no 48 because we get six people jesus i cannot do math you got a lot of people i think there's eight at a table so we sure. added eight tables that what's eight times eight 64 64 what in the world say it i was told there would be that <laughs> there you go Mark Panicelli said that on, Mo on Monday's show. He Just out of the blue, he's never, ever said that before. Sitting right there in the chair you're in. He came in and did the show live uh, Monday morning. Man yeah, knows his, the man knows his first season SNL. There you go. And that's what he said, too. Uh, I said something. goes, I was told there'd be no math. And it gave me goosebumps. I, I felt like John Dawson was in here. You know? Or Chevy Chase. Or Chevy Chase. But we added eight tables, so that added 64. 64. And then we added, uh, we ended up with, like, more than 500. I think we had, like, 500. 508 maybe so I bet it was tables. balmy in there too <laughs> a little warm did y'all see the jet on Facebook you saw the jacket I has a brand new jacket it's only the second time I've ever worn it okay fact, and I you had to throw it, it out almost <laughs> had to, had to, no you're gonna you're gonna love this John so uh you know they had the air condition crank it didn't matter man it was and I was up there you know I had to do you know I emceed some of it and this that, and the other Dude, uh, what is it? You wrote a book about this one time. What making was? gravy in public. I was making gravy in public, dude. Mm. Uh, and I wasn't the only one. I hugged a couple people, and uh, and I was trying to be generous. There's odor, then there's odier. <laughs> well, I didn't have an odor. I was just wet. Okay, I was just wet. This is not an exaggeration. Got home from it, so I mean, that what goes on. We got there about six. It went from six to nine. Uh, came back in here, came into the house, the sleeves were wet, took that off. It's going straight to the cleaners. The white shirt that was freshly pressed. You uh, squeezed it and watered the plants with it. Almost. Yeah. You, I almost could. Then the T-shirt that I had on underneath it was completely wet. I mean, I took it out, and I just went ahead and dropped it in. Why'd the, you have uh, a T-shirt on under a shirt and a jacket? Because you don't want to stain up a, a, a dress shirt. Stain, just wash it. Yeah, but uh, it's just gross. I wear white t-shirts. We culture people, we wear white t-shirts. We, we I just wash my shirts. I wear white t-shirts under polos. I suit. do too. You and I do. I do the same thing. No wonder you were sweating. You had on nine shirts. That probably contributed to it, but man, it was hot as heck. Heck in mm -hmm. there. Thank me. I saved you some work. Well, now this, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was, yeah, dude, you, you called it exactly, dude. And like I said, there were some heavier sweaters than me in there. And uh, I'll tell you this, when I got up at the very beginning, you know, to, uh, I guess, Corey Povar, your ex-boss, former good guy, uh, uh, did the, the introduction. He turned it over to me. I had to do a couple of uh, pr uh, presentations. And so I'm reading. I'm reading this thing. You'll love this. I'm sitting there. It was just because it had all these accomplishments and everything. I couldn't memorize that. So I'm reading from it. And a little trail of sweat goes right down my nose and dripped off my nose onto the sheet of paper. It was that warm in there, John Dawson. Seems excessive. It was very excessive. You see, you can cut that down to about 20 people. Then the air can keep up. 
Well, we had to sell tickets to... Let's charge $400 a ticket. <laughs> Good God. But man, that was good. If you want to see your loved one get a get an award, let's see how much you care. Give us some money. Yeah, let's see how much you care, indeed. But uh, man, Wells Gulledge was there. Chris Hatcher, I know you're a big fan of Chris Hatcher over there. Uh, Massey, uh, Bill, like I said, Bill Ellis, Chris Hatcher. Uh, your idol, Jimmy Smith. And well, Jimmy Smith wasn't getting inducted though. I know, there. but you, yeah. of course. Craig Dawson, uh, Daryl Goff, uh, Earl Miller. Uh, Charles Shackelford, the late Charles Shackelford, was inducted. Uh, Peggy Jean Taylor, Don Whaley, Craig Hill, Wells College, Bill Ellis. It was just a fun, fun night, man. We had a great time. But uh, but there you go. Uh, I don't even know how we got. How did I get off on that tangent? You're asking me? Yes, we're almost 10 minutes into this, <laughs> and we haven't done our first birthday. Good God. I have been advised to stand mute. I'm sorry about that, too. Yeah, that's my fault. Okay, here we go. He was a founding member of this band. Is it Earth, Wind, and Fire? No, but you're sort of close. Commodores? No, I'll give you one more strike. That's from the 70s. It's disco-ish. Well, this song came out in 82, so. I don't know. Roger and Zap. I don't know. No, uh, Shalomar. Yeah, I would have never gotten that. Really? I remember Shalimar, but there's 800 songs that sound like this. Well, Dave uh, Chappelle has talked about uh, Shalimar. Remember when? Yes, yes, he has. Remember when? Oh, the basketball game. That that was uh, uh, Charlie Murphy. Yeah, well, yeah, Yeah. but it was on Dave Chappelle, though. Remember the guy from the the guy looked like a chick from Shalimar? That's it. Yeah, exactly. The long hair, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Well, this is her singing. But this isn't the birthday. He, he was a founding member of this bar. Uh, he's been a judge for the – I say this because I knew you would love this. He's been a judge for the last three years on Nigerian Idol, which is like American Idol, but it's Nigerian Idol. I will give you right now, John Dawson, a, a – I don't have my wallet in here. I'll give you a $20 bill if you can tell me who who this person is, whose birthday is today from Shalimar. 20 U.S. dollars currency. Uh, See, he now he he's gonna get it. Watch. No, I'm not. I'm I'm trying to remember. Is it Ricky something. I can't remember. I don't know. I'm trying to think of the guy's name from Ted Lasso, the soccer player. Yeah. Okay. It's not him. Man, you about gave me a heart attack there. No, it's Jeffrey Daniel. Okay. I mean, a very. I mean, that's mm. a pretty mainstream name for a guy that was in Shalimar and is a judge on Nigerian Idol. You don't remember Shalimar. I do remember Shalimar. I'm just saying none of the songs differentiate themselves from dozens of other songs that sound just like this from the time. Well, the crazy thing is, I think this is one of You're 50, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm 54. I'm four years older than you, and that's not even a generation. But that is the difference between, because this came out in 1982. I remember this song. Mm Mm-hmm. You were, I was 13, you were nine. I doubt a nine-year-old John Dawson growing up in Bucklesbury was big on Shalimar. In 82, I was starting to get into the police. I had gotten Thriller for my birthday. Okay. So I was, you know, I was with it. Well, there you go. Okay, uh, uh, John Dawson, you get to go first. How old today is Jeffrey? Look, Jonathan's very happy about this. And a sarcastic thumbs up. How old is Jeffrey Daniel of Shalimar today? I 68. You, I, okay, uh, he's not. Good guess, though. 
Uh, but I bet I know I shouldn't have said that. Talk on it. I bet your boy John Hughes. By the way, dude, I really enjoy that Facebook page that he runs. Jump in dude. on there. I do every once in a while. Yeah. I, you know, I figure when we go to Vegas, we're gonna take some pictures and put it up there. What's the name of the page? It's the music. Just Music Lounge. Yeah, Just Music Lounge, and it is very positive. You don't really see negativity on there, dude. Well, I mean, he'll even post stuff he doesn't like just to cause us, you know. Yeah. Like if you post you two pictures, he he'll be fine with it. So. No. Yeah. Oh man. Well, but he he will, he will be glad you posted them. Yeah. Us. One of them. He's a good dude. Watch. I bet he puts Jeffrey Daniel there. He puts some uh, off the beaten trail people on uh, on just musicians. No, he's a good dude. You tag him on this, he'll get a kick out of that. I will. I absolutely will. Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. You said sixty-eight. Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan Massey, your guess. Sixty-seven. You're closer. He was born August 24th, 1957, so he's 66 today, uh, John yeah. Dawson. So, yeah, you got close. Pretty close. Okay. Uh, anyway, let's turn that down there. I mean, he was dressed like a woman, had on more, as much makeup as Sheila E. I mean, uh, so not a bad guess, really. There you go. Uh, that, that, by the way, I don't even know if I ever introduced song, Night to Remember, one of their biggest hits. Uh, one of my favorite songs when it came out. Okay, uh, it goes to you, Jonathan Massey. And wow, this is almost unfair. How this is almost like giving you Keith Moon yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, all I, ECU graduate and founder of WWE. It's Vincent Kennedy McMahon. <laughs> Hell, you even know his middle name. East Carolina, what? University. Graduate. I thought e- you said ECU founder. <laughs> And then what he said? He's an ECU graduate, I thought I said graduate, graduate and founder of. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I thought I said ECU. Well, I was reading, so I thought I read straight. Uh, ECU graduate and founder of WWE. Ben, what's his name again? Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Dude, just end it. How old is he today? I actually don't know. Really? 70. 77. He is not 77, John Dawson. How old today is Vince McMahon? You know who Vince McMahon is, yeah. right? Yeah. He, used to sh- he, he showed up on Letterman a lot in 83. They would send him out to cover stuff sarcastically, and him and Letterman would insult each other. It was hysterical. Wow. 80. Well, he is an ECU grad. Mm-hmm. How cool is that? You said what? 77. He said 80. How old is he? And I'll help you. He was born in 1945, so he's 78. I'm closer. He's two years away from that. And you got it one year away. Why would you go that high up when? Because I thought he was 80. Oh, okay. Well, then. Schmuck. You'd have just done your usual <laughs> one up. You would have won. <laughs> he is, by the way, Vincent Mann at 78 years old could beat the crap out of all three yeah. of us well, at the same time. When you take testosterone and steroids. Well, whatever he's doing, it worked. Yeah. Oh, I know. He's still, he's a big oh, old he's, boy. He's Didn't a, he step away from WWE, but now he's going he's going back? Yeah, uh, he stepped away for a while because there were some allegations probably true uh he had paid some some ladies some hush money uh apparently had, not because they didn't hush why would he have to pay somebody hush money jonathan massey extramarital affairs Ooh. you yeah. think they were true no yeah. yeah you just said that yeah, yeah uh, go look at a picture of him when they sold the company he had like the little cartoon red baron mustache he looked ridiculous let me ask you a question okay Obviously, it's not if you're philander, and that's not cool. Yeah, it's not have, cool. He yeah. shouldn't have done it. Yeah. Okay, we all agree. But oh, if you God. sign, a, you just said but. If you sign an agreement that says I'm in exchange for this amount of money, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Should you not keep your mouth shut? Legally speaking, probably, yeah. but I don't think okay. you can. Just checking. 
Or you should have to give the money back if you. That's even better. Yeah, if you. Okay, here's where I would stand by. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure that money if is you really sign missed it, by but, him. but seriously, if you sign something and you say, okay, if I say I witness, or let's say I witness John Dawson eat two dozen donuts in one sitting, okay? And John is embarrassed by that. And he says, Brian, you cannot tell anybody that you want, that you saw me eat two dozen donuts. Here, sign this non disclosure and I will pay you. $500 not to tell anybody, but then I come on the air and I take the $500 from mm-hmm. you and I come on the air and I, <laughs> I saw John Dawson eat two dozen donuts. I should have to pay that $500 back to you. Right. Yeah. I don't know that they signed the NDA though. But see, here's the well, other what's the point of even doing if it was it extra, it was, if it was an affair, that means they did something bad too. Yeah. And then they signed an agreement saying for this amount of money, I won't say anything and they shouldn't say anything. I agree, and they could technically be sued for I, I breach of contract. Yeah, no, not breach of contract. It's why are I'll, you just? I was with no, you. No, 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 no. There, there's a there's just the way he for, dismissed you there. That's not breach of contract. Is that not a bind? Uh, is that not a contract? Okay. I don't think they signed a contract. Is what I'm getting at. But what did they sign? I think they were employees first of all, and I think he basically. If he's giving them money to keep their mouth shut, they're signing something. Yeah. But they should have to pay. Okay, I, let's just. This is what how I feel, Jonathan Massey. They should have to pay the money back. If he gave them a million dollars to, uh, to whatever, mm-hmm. they should have to write him back a check for a million plus interest since he wrote that check. I mean, if he threatened to fire them if they didn't have the affair, that's a totally different deal. It is a totally different. But if it was a, mm-hmm. if it was consensual, that's a then. That's the thing. I don't know all the details, but I do. That could have happened. This is all just conjecture. This not a good guy, basically. We can say that, right? Yeah, probably not. Great for the wrestling industry. But hey, he's been a genius. He's an absolute genius. You are too, Jonathan Massey. You're up two to nothing here in this game. and uh, uh, But it goes back to you, John Dawson. All I have to say is he's the Iron Man of baseball. It's Cal Ripken Jr. You know who Cal Ripken Jr. is, right? I'm familiar. Yeah, uh, played uh, in 2,632 consecutive games. Will never is that? That's one of those baseball uh, records. It'll never be broken, will it, Jonathan? I don't think that'll be broken. I don't think Ricky Henderson's uh, stolen single season stolen base record will get broken. How much is that? Like More than a hundred, I know. I think it was. I can't remember. If it was like 140 or 160. Good God! Well, you know what I'm gonna do? But. There's just some that. Uh, now I could, weirdly enough, I could see Bond's home run, single season home run record get broken. Record in a season, MLB steals 130. Wait a minute, dude. You know who's got the record? It's not Ricky Henderson. Hugh Nickel. Let me think about his career. In 1887, stole 138 bases. 1887. 1887. Well, they were Hugh Nickel, back then, Hugh so. Nickel of the Cincinnati Red Stockings. I think they're on the county line. That can't be. That. Is that right? No, I knew that. Can- oh no, no. Wait a minute. Uh, the the major league record itself is Ricky Henderson, who has you want to guess in a career over 2,000. Fourteen oh six. Really? I thought it would be uh, second place is Lou Brock with nine thirty eight. What is the major league record for steals of home? I, I don't know. 20. You know who it was. Was it Ricky? 
Ty Cobb. Oh, the Georgia Peach. Uh, how many times? 18. I don't know. 54. Holy crap. He stole home 54 times, John. John, John, wake up. Wake up. I know. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. We get. We went into the weeds here. Okay. Uh, Cal Ripken Jr. Today is his birthday over there, John Dawson. I have no clue. I'll say 73. You say 73. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 72. He was born August 24th, 1960. He's only 63 today. Okie dokie. Yeah. Wait a minute. John, Jonathan Massey <laughs> leads three to nothing. You know what that means, John Dawson? Mm. Sound the alarm. <laughs> Tell them what Jonathan Massey's doing over there. Looks like he's trying to launch a ship. Yeah, it did, didn't it? Uh, but sound the alarm. Jonathan Massey has a three to nothing lead, and it goes back to him. There are things you, the three of us agree on. There are things the three of us all disagree on. We all three agree this man is a genius and one of the best comedians. Not just out there in the game today, but pretty much of all time, it's Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Today is Dave Chappelle's birthday. Do we not all three agree? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and he takes a lot of heat, too, because he really, and I, you know what? Do I agree with everything that he says? No, I really don't. And I don't think you do either. And I don't I'm, think any I'm of about 85% with him. I'm probably only about 70% with him, 65 or 70% with him. I, I I don't like really how he takes aim at the LGBTQ community. So I don't think he's. I think he does, and let's just leave it at that. You, know, I'm, well, I'm, you can say what you want. No, go ahead. I've, I've yet for anybody to give me an example where he did. Well, I think he takes subtle shots. Maybe it's not just you know straight in the middle of the, uh, the heart, but I think he takes subtle shots. But. Isn't that what comedy is supposed to be about? Is you make fun of people, you make fun of stuff. Well, his whole thing is he loves to make fun. Any comic loves to make fun of people who tell you you're not allowed to make fun of them. And that is, is that not the beauty of comedy? Yeah. I can disagree with somebody and still laugh at them or laugh with them or at them or whatever. But uh, Dave Chappelle, uh, Jonathan Massey. You're up three to nothing, going for the perfect game here. How old today is Dave Chappelle? 54. You say 54. What do you say, John Dawson? 53. You broke up the perfect game. Uh, he was. I was a little. I would have said the same thing. He's I close he to my age. Yeah. How about he's exactly your age? He yeah. was born August 24th, 1973. He's 50 years old today. Don't feel one bit bad, Jonathan. If I'd have been playing this, I would have thought. I thought he was 50. I thought he was my age. 54 so i would have guessed 54 or 55 anybody that thinks he's um has a problem with anybody in in that uh, demographic go watch his last special and and watch the bit about the trans person that he allowed that he had opened his show and it ended up uh, she defended him saying that he was a great comedian and then the trans community hounded her on twitter till she killed herself so go watch that routine hmm. i did not know that did you know that yep yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Well, that's a... Uh, now go tell that. Yeah, now go tell that. Uh, <coughs> uh, a dead person here. It's a musician. He's the lead singer of this band. It's Molly Hatchet. I don't know the guy's name. Do you know how old I was before I thought, I thought that the singer... Was the guy on the album cover? No, not just that. I thought that the band, I thought it was like, you know, Burl Ives or Glenn Campbell or something. I thought Molly Hatchet mm. was the, you know, you see guys with girls' names sometimes. There was a boy named Sue, you know. So, I, I, <laughs> here we go. I love this. 
down the road, I'm flirting with disaster. That's This is him singing. He passed away in 2005. His name is Danny Joe Brown. And he does the great breakdown. Bop, bop, yeah. They have, Brothers, right? they have a hit with an Almond Brothers. They have a hit with an Almond Brothers cover called Dreams. Got played a lot. I read about that. Yeah, Dreams I'll never see. Mm-hmm. It's not as good as the original, but it's yeah. not bad. I grew up listening to Molly Hatchet. That was one of the bands that was played in my uh, in my house. Ah, uh, but is Danny it my Joe guess? Brown. Yep, it is uh, Danny Joe Brown. Like I said, he passed away in 2005, so he passed away 18 years ago. This song right here, uh, "Flirting with Disaster," came out in 1969. Mm-mm. Uh, 79, maybe. Flirting with Disaster, 1969. Okay. Somebody at Apple been drinking. I'm just telling you, it has it on here twice, both on the Flirting with Disaster and on Greatest Hits. It says 1969. See, now you're going to make me look it up, too. Don't be looking up his age, though. I'm not. What year did Flirting with Disaster come out? Dude, you make me mad, man. (laughs) What year did it come out? Was it 79? Anyway, uh, <laughs> was it '79? Say, say it, Brian, so the people at home know. <laughs> it was 1979. But so Apple, that proves I am smarter than Apple. Read what it says right there. The first. So thing. you're, I'm smarter than Apple. You're smarter than Apple. Yeah, I believe you. Okay. I believed it was up there. Two different sun- years, and it said '69 on both. Steve of them. Jobs is dumber than me. Yeah, I He's also disagree. deader than you. He well, is deader. Barely. So what? Okay, how old would Danny <laughs> Joe Brown be if he were alive today? 77. You say 77. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 78. He was born August 24th, 1951. He would only be 72 today. No. Which would make sense. If this saint came out in 1969, he would have only been 18 when it came out. That's probably unlikely, right? There were a lot of bands that had hits in their teens. Ted Where? Nugent, when... Uh, Isn't this where he does it? No, there's a solo coming up. Oh, okay. Ted Nugent's first band had a hit. He was in a band called the Amboy Dukes, and they had a big hit called Journey to the Center of the Mind. It's been in a bunch of commercials. I think it was in a Spider-Man movie. He was the lead guitarist. I think he was 15 or 16. Wow. Tearing it up. You win today, Jonathan Massey, 3-2. to two. Congratulations. You now lead seven days to five. Local birthdays, I know one. John doesn't care about this, but you and I do. Kip Kroger's birthday is today from uh, Ted Lasso. Kip, and, uh, one I'm of even going to turn the music down because I want Kip, because I'm tagging Kip on this. I'm I'm, I'm pro-Kip. I'm, I'm not anti-Kip. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't say that in a bad way, but he and I are big Ted Lasso and shrinking fans, and you've not seen an episode of either one of them, have you? If I can never, you know. You rich people that can afford all these streaming services, <laughs> and, I'll be able to watch. But Kip Kroger, dude. <laughs> Get out of here. You're stinking it up with your poor. With Scrubs, <laughs> but he was also an, uh, an executive producer of Scrubs, too. Right oh, here from go. right here in and Kenston. One of Kenston's finest exports. And yeah. I got I to gotta tell you, um, if, Kip, if you're listening. Oh, I'm tagging as, him on it. As much as I love Ted Lasso, and I did, every season start to finish, shrinking is genius. Shrinking is You've got to see, dude. You would love it, man. It's got the uh, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Who's the guy uh, from Jason How I Met Your Mother? Yeah, Jason Segel. Some uh, some other talent on there too. That mm-hmm. I got. Oh. You. Yeah, that you were just, just gonna. 
absolutely brilliant show. Well written. I mean, just. You keep latching on to shows like that, Kip. You are going to the moon, my friend. Well, shows like that now are, better, are more important than movies. Oh, I agree with on that. The, not every single time, but as far as stuff that makes it around okay, here we're, anyway. we're running long here, so we've got to. <laughs> I'm officially going to start doing it again. No, 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 you're not. No, yeah. you're not. Please don't. But also, Dirk Griffith's birthday, uh, who is just, he used to work at the hospital. I'm not exactly sure what he does right now, but uh, Dirk is just one of our community leaders. I know uh, uh, our good friend Jennifer Schrader was always very fond of him. But I mean, because, no, he was a good source of information. He was very, very good to us. Uh, he was good to her. He was good to us. So, if your birthday is today, like Dirk Griffith, Kip Kroger, uh, Danny Joe Brown. Bap, 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 yeah. I was hoping you'd do that. Dave Chappelle. What? I want I don't to do a Dave Chappelle impression. Oh, yeah, because I have that in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. No, son. Yeah, well, there you go. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by Goico Office Automation. And again, I want to thank our good friend uh, Jacques Passeleg for uh, everything he does for uh, this show and just one of the good guys. He will be a guest on the show next week. Uh, it's been a minute since we've had him in here, so looking forward to that. Hey, I want to thank again uh, Jason Bryant, the sales executive to the stars at WRNS, for joining us in our first hour. Talked a lot of high school football. And then Martin White of Envision Professionals. Give him a call at 252 525-7602 and he uh, will, will help you out. Listen, tomorrow's show, Football Friday, we'll have Paul Whittington in our first hour, Jay Wilson, Ryan Diesel Giesman sometime, maybe in the first hour second hour, we'll figure that out between now and then. Uh, hey, have a great, great Thursday. We will see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.